All right. Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Casual Nonsense. Uh, I'm Mark, your host. Today, I have the pleasure of being with a good friend of mine, Mr. Tim. Yo, yo. How's it going today, Tim? Doing all right, man. Thanks for having me on the show. Oh, man. Is it? Listen, the first thing I got to mention here is you showed up today with a giant shirt on. This is not a New York house. Well, man, you know, I knew I was coming to your house and I knew I had to uh, get under your skin a little bit. How else to start a show other than to get you all riled up with emotion? So uh, I'm wearing my Odell Beckham, number 13 jersey, uh, greatest wide receiver in the Northeast. Um, I'll be honest, I didn't recognize the number, but now that you mentioned his name, uh, I believe he met with the Patriots this week. You know, how do you feel about that? You know, Tom Brady's not there anymore, so I doubt he's, he's interested in playing for Mac Jones. But uh, I think he's interested in whatever paycheck is coming his way. <laughs> his next check. Nice. Anyways, uh, so Tim, um, listen, you and I go back, I don't know how many years, but we'll just say a bunch, right? So 2005, 15, 2015, I want to say. You got the exact year. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, but listen, so so we met, we worked at a, at a tech company. We were, you know, IT support, yep. right? And those days sucked. Uh, phone jobs, man. Phone, phone jobs. jobs are no good. Yeah. Um, anyway, so you're here today, and um, is this, are you is this your first podcast? Have you been on podcast before? You know, man. A lot of people have come to me in the past asking me to be on podcasts for different topics, things that they thought I would be interesting about, things that they thought I'd be knowledgeable about, and I've always been a bit non-committal. This is the first time that someone's approached me, and I've been really excited. Like, I want to be on this. Good. You know, and the name says it, casual nonsense. There's no pressure to, you know, have to be an expert on something or to nope. have to, you know, be a source of truth on something. I don't, don't hold me to that. I just want to talk trash and be nonsense. So. Well, you come to the right place. Oh, you come to the right place. I feel at home. By the Good. way, I love your I love your setup here. This is a an awesome room. Uh, you have awesome equipment in here. This is this is pretty awesome for my first podcast experience. You've, you know, two thumbs up. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, it's a work in progress. Yeah, you know, I got some blankets hanging on the wall. Uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna update those as as time permits. Yeah. Right. So, so um, so just to give a little background on on you, um, so you're and this is gonna sound kind of corny, but you're you're one of my favorite people. Um, and because we, you know, one, because we have a friendly rivalry that doesn't go beyond just that. Mm -hmm. Um, we had a Super Bowl party a bunch of years back Mm -hmm. and again, you showed up in a Giants jersey every time. So at least you're consistent. I'll give you that. (laughs) Uh, and if you're not sure, I am from New England. So, um, you know, that's my team. But anyways, sorry about that. So, <laughs> so um, anyway, so yeah, so I enjoy having you around because uh, we always have good conversations about a lot of things. Always, I feel like you um, always find a way to challenge me, um, like in a in a positive way, mm-hmm. you know. And you just got me thinking about more things um, that maybe I wouldn't have otherwise. So, so I appreciate you, and uh, I'm glad that I could be your first podcast, and I'm happy to have you here as my first podcast <laughs> yeah, thank you thank you man I, this means a lot to me like uh, like you said we met uh a long long time ago in the galaxy far far <laughs> yeah. away um you know back in those days doing uh it support 
uh, on the phone working really is just a number. We were just a number oh, in, yeah. in a line and, and, and our names and our skills and our passions didn't really matter. Uh, but what really brought me joy in those times are the people around me. Um, so for those of you who don't know me, uh, I'm a people person. I'm an extrovert and I, I tend to gravitate to other people who are warm and friendly and welcoming. And some of those people tend to, to stick and to last for a long time. So that, that tends to be the case with uh, Mark and myself. We sat across from each other a cubicle across and we worked the same shift uh and what else do we talk about besides sports <laughs> <laughs> well i can say this about you though tim is that you while you it's probably true you gravitate to, to others similar to you you're a guy that i could dump in a room where you don't know anybody and you're coming out of there with with five besties yeah. um you got instagram names yeah. you know what i mean um, to a I, fault to do a fault for sure. Right. But, you know, also you never know, like you're a networker, you yeah. know, and I think sometimes that can be uh, very impressive. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think that's pretty cool, man, because not everyone can do that. Like I tell myself that's something I'd love to do, mm -hmm. but then if I get myself in that situation, like I'd rather just throw up and not do it. Yeah, it, it it's natural to me. Uh, I actually feel uncomfortable when there's a person in the room who, has a hard time talking or it's a hard time opening up. It, 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 I don't know what it is. It's just, it's uncomfortable, especially yeah. when this may be getting a little off topic, but especially when it's out of character for you. Like I expect people to be, what's well, the good thing. We don't have a topic. So, <laughs> so, so you're right on point. Got it. <laughs> I expect people to, uh, be courteous and kind. Um, if we're in a, if we're in a room and there's nothing else to do, then you know we're we're relational beings. We're intended to relate to other people. So even if we don't have the same interests, the same hobbies, just your presence alone, your aura alone, should make you want to lean into me. And so I feel very comfortable with with being in a room. If you put me in a room with a bunch of strangers, I will thrive. I will make friends because yeah. that's I'm biologically designed to do that. Yeah, I can vouch for that for sure. Yeah. You know, and, I, and not everyone is made up like that. Yeah. So, so keep being you. Don't stop doing that, regardless. Yeah. You know, um, comes with some perks, though. I made some really cool people and uh, built some really cool connections. And yeah, and and I've gotten some really great opportunities come up because of the result of that. That's awesome. So you are uh, you are married? Yeah, I'm married to uh, one wife. And, uh, <laughs> okay, so not from Utah. <laughs> we got that. Okay, married nice. to one wife, and uh, I have a son, uh, a junior, Tim Junior. Uh, he is seven years old, turning eight soon. Uh, I've been married for five years, uh, so I guess that gives it away. I was married before as well. Okay. But uh, I've been married for five years. I, actually, I've known my wife for 16 years. 16? Yeah, going Listen, on 17. You better know. You can pinpoint the day when we hung out. Yep. You better know the day you and her hung out. Going on 17. <laughs> going on 17 this year. Um, we met in college. Uh, she was only there for a semester, ironically. It's, straight, it's crazy how the world works. She was there for one semester, and it was right around the time when Facebook started becoming a thing. And although she wasn't there long, we added each other as friends, and we remained friends throughout that time. And over the years, it went from Facebook to Twitter to Instagram to Snapchat. And we just, you know, I know nice. it's a girl I know from Facebook. Not, it's a girl I know from Instagram. I know from Twitter. And one day, she posted this picture looking... You know, pretty nice and pretty pleasant to the <laughs> eyes. And I decided to give a gentleman's comment, a little emoji with the hard eyes. And uh, she responded positively to it. And uh, we were long distance at the time, but we I happened to be in her city uh, shortly after that. And we went on a date, kicked it off. And that girl who I met 16 years ago, a semester at college, ended up being my life partner. And That's awesome. So now we're going on five years now, and it's 
It's been a great ride. That almost sounds like a, a John Cusack movie, you know. <laughs> so, so maybe like, reserve the rights to something like that. That oh, could yeah. be that could be something like that. That's awesome, though. Pay man. me, you know, <laughs> pay me it, for my story. It's gonna be cool to have that story, right? So now you always have that. How did you meet story? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know if mine is quite as exciting, so we'll we'll do that another time. But uh, but that's cool. I like that. Thanks, man. Appreciate um, it. And thank you. I mean, honestly. Uh, your marriage, and I know you said we're going to this another time, but you're watching you guys and interacting with you guys now for uh, what the past seven years, almost eight years. Uh, you guys are a strong couple, and I really enjoy being around you and watching you guys grow. And uh, I've learned a lot and taken a lot of cues from you guys how you relate to one another, how you relate to your children, how you relate to others. And uh, you're definitely one of the inspirations for my marriage. So thank you on behalf of me and my wife. Cool. See, so I'm, I'm going to make sure my wife hears this because, uh, you know, basically what you said is that. I'm 50% right. Right. So <laughs> well, just, what it is is Stacy's like 80% right and uh, you're 20% right and that 80% makes up for where yeah. you lack. You know what those numbers check out actually. That's, <laughs> that's probably more accurate. We'll we'll go with that because uh you know that's how that's how things last long. Yeah. Is because I don't really care about the percentages. Take the L. <laughs> you take the L for them to get the win. Yep, they're absolutely right. Nice. So cool man. So you're uh Married, got a boy. Um, so I can't get past the shirt. Um, so this is just leads me into football. Uh, did did you watch Super Bowl? Of course you watched Super Bowl. Man, it was crazy. I was I was in Florida, Fort Myers, Florida, for a funeral, Ugh. and they chose to put the funeral on the same day as the Super Bowl. So the funeral was at uh, ten a.m. and black funerals tend to drag. And okay. so I'm thinking, okay, 10 a.m., let's say it goes two hours, which is already long. You know, we'll right. go Worst to the, case, you're out of there by right. two. Yeah, we'll right. go to, re, go to the, the, the burial, repass. I can be out of there by two o'clock. Why is it 1.50 and the funeral's not done yet? <laughs> so we Dang. go, to, yeah, we go to the burial, finish that, and I skip the repass, and I just book it because we're going to Orlando, which is three hours away. Ugh. I get to Orlando about 6.15, Super Bowl started at, or... When does Super Bowl start? Six thirty, six fifteen. In that in that range, yeah. Either way, I was fifteen minutes late. I missed the you know uh, national anthem. Yeah, I missed yeah. you know all the opening stuff and missed some of the commercials. But I got there. I made it. And my guy Patrick Mahomes won. Um, I like Jalen Hurts too. You know, I'm an Alabama fan, so I you know I, I like to root for Alabama. Okay. Um, Devontae Smith, those guys. Uh, but they they were in green and white, and I hate everything that is in the NFC East other than the Giants. Yeah, I was gonna say that was my thoughts too. Because yep. you're, yeah, I didn't really care who won. I'll be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I low key, I think I was probably rooting for the Eagles a little bit, oh. um, only because I do like Jalen Hurts. I, yeah. I think I think he's got a lot of skill as a. Weren't they the last team to beat you in Super Bowl? Uh, it's it's very possible. It's very possible. <laughs> uh, you know, but that's okay. It wasn't Jalen Hurts, so no. I don't hold any ill will towards him. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so um, but yes, I watched the Super Bowl. Okay, good, good. Um, I watched it as well. I watched it by myself. Uh, some of the commercials I enjoyed, so um, I didn't care. We had some food. We, you know, I was really underwhelmed by the commercials this year. Honestly, the only one that really stood out to me that I, I'm still talking about to this day was a Tubi commercial where it looked like they changed the channel on the game everyone was freaking out about that i knew it was a commercial right away but i was like this is so clever this is so original it really was yeah yeah no i dug it That's but other cool than there. that you know the, the commercials there's been better commercials in the past yeah i didn't mind the um 
the Will Ferrell one too, the electric vehicle Will Ferrell oh, yeah. one. That was pretty good because yeah. you know this is the thing, right? The, with these celebrities now is that they're doing, they're able to, like they're not just making movies. Mm-hmm. You know, they're in TV shows, they're yeah. streamings, they're doing commercials, and and I love that. You know, the problem with that is celebrities are also doing podcasts, right? So how can we compete as a new podcaster over here? How can I compete if you have a choice? And you, I guess you have choice to watch a thousand, listen to a thousand podcasts. Yep. But if you're like, hey, I'm going to listen to this nobody I know named Mark with nobody else I know named Tim. Yep. Or do I want to listen to someone famous or someone you know who's bringing in other celebrities? Right. I listened to one. They were just interviewing Steven Spielberg. And I'm like, well... Yeah, I'd listen to Steven Spielberg over me too. So it's just not fair. It's well, not fair. You know, it was a big controversy. Um, the social media site uh, OnlyFans had a big controversy. Uh, I think it was a year or two ago when you know that was it's a, it was a platform for amateur uh, content creators to go on and you know sell their content to their fans, and it was getting really big and a lot of. People like you and you I said to sell it to their fans, sell their content to their fans, like not for money, like sell it, like hey, yeah. I'm, I'm. So you sell a subscription. You can you can you can follow me. You can buy videos that I put out there. Okay. Uh, regardless of the type of content this is. Okay. And uh, uh, it became very big for the sex worker industry. Uh, a lot of people who you know weren't big porn stars and didn't have contracts with some adult entertainment agency uh, could just go put a video out there and they had a ton of fans on there. And then celebrities like Bella Thorne and Amber Rose, who already have massive followings, decide, okay, I'm going to create an account. And not only did they create an account, but they abused uh, some of the terms and conditions of the platform, huh. which now made it harder for regular people. So, so the idea of these celebrities who already have massive followings coming into a space that was really designed for the everyday person like you and me to get some notability. Um, it, it really ends up harming us in the end, unfortunately. It sounds like you're bitter because your adult video didn't last long. You know, I, I heard this from a friend. I <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy. I know a guy who knows a guy who told me that he once had a website. So, yeah. Nice. Um, That's the best way to go. But, yeah, uh, you know, despite that, uh, I think this is an important space. I think that there's a lot that people need to hear outside of from celebrities and from notable uh, figures. We have to remember that these celebrities are just normal people. They put their pants on one leg at a time, just like you and me do. Yeah. Uh, they may be well-versed on a certain topic. You know, Kyrie Irving, I love to watch him play basketball. I don't necessarily want to hear him talk about yeah. geography. So, <laughs> you know. Well, okay, so that's why I was going to say something like that, too, because, you know, I don't need to turn on the news and listen to, you know, George Clooney telling me his thoughts on the president because I didn't ask for that. Right. You know, but if I turn on... A podcast with a celebrity like like I'm a big Jason Bateman fan mm-hmm. right so I'm gonna listen to his podcast because I choose to listen to him and what his thoughts are because he doesn't take himself too seriously yeah you know and I think that's something to me that is important so that's essentially what this podcast is too so um, I think I gave you sort of a rundown of what we're going for here but you know just like now we're talking about a whole lot of nothing so um, that's what I that's what I enjoy about it uh, yep. hopefully we just want to try to entertain a little bit um, and Jason anyway. Bateman, if you're uh, listening, um, please make another season of Ozark, please. <laughs> it ended pretty well, though. You, I it assume did. you're I caught mean, up and everything. I right? hated that. Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, turn away. Turn us off for a second. If you, I hated that she died in the end. Yeah. I, I loved her, Ruth. She's a great yeah. actress. Yeah. Yeah, she was a great character in that, oh, in that show altogether. 100%. Uh, we might have to do like an Ozark recap show. Oh, yeah. So maybe this will be your application uh, for such a 
such a show that we'll do. You know, I, did, I wasn't even trying to watch it. We have this thing where my wife will, uh, we have shows that we watch together, and then there are shows that she watches on her own. And she tries to watch them while I'm around and to get me sucked in. I'm like, no, I don't need any new shows. I watch right. enough shows. I need to I'm be productive. Packed. Exactly. Yeah. And then she'll put it on, and I'll be washing the dishes, or I'll be going grabbing a snack, and I'll see a scene like, ooh, that looks good. You fall for it every time. Right. And next thing I know, I'm sucked in. So I, I started watching Ozark at season two, and I had to go back yeah. to watch it you over again. Watch I was like, yeah. nah, this show is one of the best shows of all time. Absolutely. It's, it's not Breaking Bad, but it's up there. The thing... God, we're, yeah, we're definitely going off the train here. But the thing, with, like, I love Breaking Bad the first time through, but I don't find that as like I'm not going to sit and watch Breaking Bad again. You know, they're hour long episodes. Oh, they, you're crazy! It, it was re- really well done, but I can't. Was there six or seven seasons or something in there? That's a big commitment. I've watched like three times. Have you really? Oh yeah. Okay, so you can commit to it. Okay. Oh no, that's it's, it's, that's the greatest TV <laughs> show of all time to me. And and the only show that came close was Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones could have they almost. If they had ended it properly, they would have surpassed Breaking Bad as the greatest show of all time. But they fumbled the bag yeah. in the eighth season. Actually, watching it again, cause I used to criticize the seventh and eighth season, but I liked the seventh season. The eighth season, I didn't hate it. It just it didn't end perfectly. And so, for that reason, Breaking Bad will always be the greatest show of all time. Well, the problem is that they, you give, how many seasons in a row? And, and I'm going on Game of Thrones here for a minute because again, we just store right off the cliff. Uh, you know, you all this build up to Jon Snow's heritage, right? Only, to, you did nothing with it. it. Meant nothing. Meant nothing at all. Yeah. You know, and so there's a little disappointing, and it's you know, in 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 defense of the name Game of Thrones and the in the brand that is Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. that wasn't the author that you know uh, that wrote that. You know, the producers or the whatever they just kind of said, ah, oh, we're gonna end this because at the time, I don't know if you knew this, but at the time they had just signed on to do a Star Wars trilogy. Right, so I'm pretty sure like this is just a fan assumption. I'm gonna conspiracy theory this, but I I think they were kind of checked out. They were done doing yeah. Game of Thrones. They did it for a long time. They were probably burnt out from it yeah. from their perspective, which I don't understand because it was their complete cash cow, right? And they end up messing up the final season. Yep. They lost the Star Wars trilogy probably because of that. I'm I'm not sure of all the details. I'm like I said, I'm speculating on all of this, but um, it's unfortunate because. If they crush Game of Thrones and like you end it the way it started, mm-hmm. I mean you 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 pick the you pick your project and someone's giving you money. I'm not even gonna blame them all the way. I'm gonna blame George R. R. Martin, who's been writing that book for the past <laughs> ten years. <laughs> That's fair too. Right. Like I mean, at some point you run out of source material and you have to just wing it. Um they're it's not like the they have producers or writers who are as creative and can create a whole world like George R. R. Martin did. Like a little bit of a segue, and I, I don't want to go too far from the topic yet. But Marvel, for example, doesn't go strictly to the source material. Marvel is taking liberties everywhere to create, but that's because they have genius brains who can do something completely different from what the source material did, and it still be interesting, and people still are captured by it. Um, we didn't have that with Game of Thrones, and we were truly dependent on the wealth of. Uh, context and background that George R. R. Martin gave us, and then he just stopped giving it to us. That's fair. <clears throat> and the you know the thing with Marvel is that you have the comic books, right? So you have the source material. Um, so you know, I'm sure true comic book fans are gonna, you know, could probably argue the point that a lot of the movie material doesn't follow the comic books mm-hmm. well enough. And you know, I'm not a comic book. Um, I'm not a deep dive comic book reader right right like i've read some i've i've 
you know, I got more involved since the movies came out because right. I wanted to know the backstories. I wanted to know the side things. Right. Um, so I'm more of a, we'll call it a fair, a fair weathered comic book uh, fan. That's fair. But it's nice to have that availability. Like you said, like yeah. there's no Game of Thrones comic series that's yeah. been out, you know, that can go back and say, oh, well, how come they didn't do this storyline or right. this series that ran for a couple of years? This yeah. would be a good spinoff. And that's what you get with Marvel. That's what you get, I dare say, with DC. You know, but you have those opportunities to to provide some sort of information. Yeah. Well, the good thing that um, Game of Thrones did do that shows like Ozark and shows like Breaking Bad aren't going to be able to do, they have endless spinoffs because they they literally created a world. Whereas Ozark and Breaking Bad they take place in our world. You know, uh, Breaking Bad takes place in our Albuquerque. Well, you didn't New watch Mexico. Better Call Saul. They can. I'm saying they're limited in how many they can do. Okay. They, they can do like a prequel or something like that, but they're very limited. Um, and, and it's just the nature of um, – like it, it's all fiction, but it's not sci-fi. Like they created a whole world. There's no Westeros. There's no Essos. Whatever's west of Westeros that Arya said – That's I, a whole other show. Wait, you, we can make it up. Yeah. We can decide true. that now, right? Breaking Bad is, is limited in – what they'll be able to do. Um, again, break, uh, Better Call Saul, great show. Probably the best spinoff of all time. No, I'll take that back. <laughs> it's good, though. It's a very good spinoff, yeah. though. I, yeah, I yeah, love that. I was, get, I was getting a little uh, carried away there, but it was a very good spinoff. <laughs> um, Ozark, they could do a spinoff. They could do a... Um, I, I thought they should have done something with the lawyer, the one that got shot in the head. Sorry, spoiler alert again. <laughs> but they could have done something with her. I thought she had a good story, to be honest. But um, anyway. But it was so, a good original to get back to Ozark, which... Yeah. You know, I'm not even sure what started before that, but Jason Bateman, you know, a good uh, there you go. It was a good original story, yeah. And quite honestly, like those are the stories that are awesome these days, yeah. You know, because if they're if they're that good, then you're gonna get a fan following, and I don't know, I don't want to say like a a respect level, but that's kind of what it comes down to. Where yeah. you know, I love me Marvel, I love some, I love some Marvel, I love some Star Wars, you know, but I don't want to see like there's that there's, there is a burnout factor yeah. where you're just going to regurgitate the same stuff all the time. Yeah. You know, so I'm looking forward to seeing more original movies, if you will. Yeah. Um, and not just sequels or remakes yeah. or whatever. That's you fair. know what I mean? So there's a world for both. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did you watch the uh, NBA All-Star game? I, if you want to call it that, um, it was the NBA All-Stars there. It wasn't much of a game. <laughs> Um, I tried to watch all the events of the weekend, but uh, I, I was pretty swamped um, with traveling. Uh, I did catch the dunk contest and the three-point shootout, mostly because they are New York Knicks players. And uh, for those who don't know, I'm a New York Knicks fan. Go Knicks. <laughs> uh, it's it's a good year to be a Knicks fan. Um, but we had Julius Randle in the three-point shootout, and we had Jericho Sims in the slam dunk contest. Neither of them won. But uh, uh, it, was, it, was, it was nice to see us participate. And we had Julius Randle also in the All-Star game. Uh, Jalen Brunson was a, probably the most notable snub this year out of anybody. He absolutely should have been an All-Star. But... Um, yeah, but it was it was a lot of reasons for me to watch. I, I tried to watch as much as I could. You know, part of the the whole festivities and my and my thoughts is that, um, and this is where the NBA is, and we could again, this could be a whole other segment. But you know, the the players in the NBA today, like you're not going to see big name players in a dunk contest these days. You don't get shame MJ versus Dominique, right? You know, uh, and the reason is, you know, you get these uh, like the kid that won, like mm. he scored more points in the dunk contest, not than even he has. in the NBA. Right, he's a G League guy, right? right? 
So, I mean, good for him. Like, that's awesome for him because now he's probably going to get a sneaker. Who said white man can't jump? (laughs) Yeah, he can do it now. (laughs) Um, But, you know, he did good because he didn't miss any dunks. But you get people that have missed dunks and you're getting kind of laughed at or whatever. So it's unfortunate because I I missed the days with MJ and Bird in the three-point contest. And We can go sooner than that. We can go to Vince Carter. And uh, Kobe Kobe Bryant. Well, Vince Vince was the last pure dunker, right? I mean, he was. I mean, VC was exactly what he says he is. He was Vince Sanity. You know what I mean? Like he he was awesome. I don't what know do you think how about good... like Eric, Aaron Gordon and Blake Griffin. They, they weren't real dunkers. They're real dunkers, but I don't know. They didn't have the same flash to me. I, I think it kind of Vince and they Carter were stars was... at the time. Stars, yes, but I don't know. There's something about. A dunker's mentality. I, I don't. When when I look at Vince Carter, I'm like, well, that's a guy that gets to the rim, and that's what he does. Yeah. Like, if he's not doing that, he's not doing his job. Yeah. Aaron Gordon is sitting back popping threes. Like yeah. he's gonna he, he can dunk and he'll get some good dunks in. But you know, to not, your point. I, we, there's guys like John Morant, uh, Russell Westbrook, LeBron, freaking James. Yeah. I think it's really a shame. It, it it's a disservice to the fans. It's a disservice. It is. And 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 I think it's a in an attempt to keep their image clean, because you don't want to be the guy who's like taking crazy dunks in game but then you can't win a dunk contest because then that that brings you shame you, well you you saw it in 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 the all-star game mm-hmm. so um i don't know like i didn't really watch the game i watched some highlights um you know because my boy jason tatum was uh mvp i don't know if you caught that that's all uh okay you know place with boston i like the kid right? okay you uh, get him out of boston so there was a highlight of like lebron had like threw the ball around someone's back off the backboard Caught it and jammed it. So, like, you know, he has the skill to do it. Of course, right? When he, you know, when he's not sitting out for a game, even at thirty-eight years old, right? However old he is, right? Like, he's got the skills, and it's unfortunate. Um, but the, again, that's a whole other topic. I think with the the state of the NBA, yeah. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. Um, I mean, they did. They made some adjustments a few years ago to get the game to be more interesting. The whole uh, try to win quarters, and at the end of it, you try to reach a target score. It, it, it was competitive for the first. Two years, I want to say it was it was pretty competitive, but this year it just yeah. really fell flat. Well, they're tr- they're trying, and I'll give them credit for that. But yeah. you know, I mean, people go to the All Star Game because you want to see the marquee players, mm-hmm. and if you get there and you have G League players, like what if you bought tickets to the dunk contest day, and I mean, you don't know any of the names. Yeah, you know, like, maybe it's fun, maybe it's not. I don't know, but it's like, eh. but at least they have time to know ahead of time. Like, oh. None of the guys are going to be in all, the dunk contest. I'm not going to go to the dunk contest. There's a huge problem right now in the NBA, and people are talking about it a lot. It's getting a lot of press about how much players are sitting out of games. Could you imagine? I'm, I'm going to San Francisco next week, and uh, the Warriors are playing the Clippers. There's a lot of star power. Yep. I know already yeah. that Steph Curry's not playing because he's injured, but there's a lot of other stars. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Jordan Poole, Russell Westbrook, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. The, the list goes on and on. Yep. If I go to that game and they decide we're going to rest our starters today, do you know how mad I would be? You'd be ripping mad. Oh, my God. Right. At the price of tickets that you get? Uh, no. No. And the, and I agree. I agree. I mean, I mean, I understand that the players, you know, we have more knowledge now about how players can preserve their bodies. You know, these athletes put themselves through hell and their bodies break down over time. The NFL, we see it all the time with the CTE. The players have more knowledge of what they need to do to preserve themselves. Um and 82 games, maybe it is too much. Maybe we've been killing them for a long... It's a long season. Yeah. October to to June is a long season. I just... I don't know. Like I said, I'm not... I'm not in that physically fit state. So I'd be, I'd be sitting out a lot more games, but... You're on your way. I see you. you know, yeah. But these guys, you know, I think for... 
you know, the argument as, as a fan, everything you just said, right? If you're, if you have a brand, if you're, I don't want to just pick on LeBron James because I could, that's a whole show on its own. But if you're LeBron James and that's your brand and people come to see you play, like, yeah. don't you want that little kid in the audience who got, you know, his parents scrounge together the money, bring him to the game and you're sitting on the bench. I said, right. there was a video where he was sat in a timeout. He's yawning, you know, yeah. and I'm like, maybe he's just done playing. I, yeah. I don't know. You know, I don't know him. I'm not going to interview him ever, but it's just unfortunate because the optics from where I'm sitting is like, well, you know, and again, I'm going to compare it to Michael Jordan. He didn't sit out. You know, he was a competitor. You know, he didn't switch teams because he, he lost one year. He he went the offseason and worked harder, you know, and said, so I'm going to stay on the same team and I'm going to win on that same team. And the, I mean, I know it's a different I know it's a different game now. Different time. Yeah. It is a different time. So you get the free agents. But you, Clyde Drexler switched teams, won a championship in Houston. So, well. I mean, that's, you know, we're not talking about Clyde Drexler. He, you know, we would never be talking about Clyde Drexler if he, <laughs> no, exactly. if he, never, if he never did that. <laughs> so. so, you know, it, it, it is a different different game, um, but I want to try to look at it both ways. And yeah. it, it's it's hard because as a as, when you grew up in the in the 80s and 90s watching these these athletes and then you see them now and. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to use the term prima donna, but that's that's what I get out of it. Is just they're they're babied more, they're pampered more. Now, if I'm an owner of a team, and my superstar says I need to sit out five to ten games so that I'm healthy for the playoffs, I'm letting them sit out, you know, because it's a business. Yeah, you know. But I'm just saying, as a, you know, it's easy for me to judge. But if I'm if I'm that fan, if I'm that player rather, and you want to, you have fans that follow you and yeah. come to see you play, like you're there. I guess you're not there just for them, but they're a major part of what, like they're buying your sneakers, they're buying your shirts, your jerseys, you yep. know? So, I don't know. You got to start adding incentives to the contracts. Um, you know, you're not guaranteed. I'm not saying that you have, you know, you get paid on a, a per game pace, basis, but, you know, there should be some incentives to, uh, to to playing more games than not. Well, they do that in football. Yeah. You know, not for games necessarily, but... Um, some people have incentive contracts. I think baseball does it a, a similar as well. If you don't have as so many at bats, and I think they started doing that with some uh, injury prone players. So if someone is injury prone, then they say, "Well, you know, if you can make it through the season, we'll pay you. But if not, you know, it, it's in you know intervals." Right. So now, I mean, they have some stuff. They have uh, you know, well, it's not it's it's different, but they have incentives for like if you make the NBA All Star game or if you make All NBA or something like yeah. that. Okay. There's some incentives there, but. I don't know that I'm all for player empowerment. You know, the reality is we're not going there to see James Dolan or whoever the, right, the, the owners are. Right, <laughs> <laughs> the owner of the Knicks there and the uh, and the Rangers. But uh, we're not, no one's going there to see him. Uh, no matter how much money he has, nobody cares about him. They care about the players. The players will always be the draw, and players know that. And um, you know, now how do we get them to care? And and I'm not going to put it all like Kawhi Leonard gets a lot of flack. He's like the poster boy. Him and Anthony Davis are the poster boys for missing games. Yeah, but they're. I don't know. What do you have to do with your body to, to keep yourself in shape? Maybe stop giving these guys max contracts that can't stay healthy. All the talent in the world means nothing if, you get, if you're not available. Yeah. No, that's true. That's true. And the thing is, too, if you if you start – if they start cracking down on it now as a player, you can, you're not going to say, oh, I'm going to sit out to rest. You're going to say, oh, my, my I, I tweaked my ankle. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a healthy scratch or whatever or, you know, uh, uh, yeah. They'll they'll come up with a different reason so that it doesn't look bad in the press, yeah. but it's the same answer, yeah. you know, same results. We'll see what happens with Kyrie Irving because you know he again another poster boy for missing a lot of games and uh, he's up for a contract this year. So we'll, I think this is going to be uh, 
a record-breaking contract. This is going to be one that's going to change the tide of the NBA. You think he's going to get a big contract or a small one? I think he'll get money. It's about will he get years. People okay. are. I don't think he's going to get the four- or five-year contract that he wants to get. Nobody wants to commit to him for that long because people have gotten burned for that in the past. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, well, that's the thing, right? So, again, in this NBA, I mean, the the Brooklyn Nets are the walking example of I demand a trade. Trade me. Yeah. You know, like what? Like what? You don't you don't get to decide that. You know what I mean? So so where at what point does the owner have the the rights? You know what I mean? Like if you're if you're a player, you know, I guess what you're saying, like you're you're an asset, so to speak. Like, yeah, you're a person, I get it. But you're a person who's making hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. So don't don't cry to me about you being unhappy. Oh, I just want to win. Well, did you were you unhappy when you signed, you know, when you cashed your last paycheck that we just sent to you? You know what I mean? You suck it up and you make it work. And I think that just comes down to the work ethic of, um, I don't want to say society today. I don't want to like paint that broad brush on everybody, that's but fair. but that I think that's part of it. I think that gradually over time, if you go back to the the fifties and sixties, again, different time. Yeah. But even like the blue crawler workers that are out there, you know, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know if you work with a lot of say twenty year olds at your job or whatever it is, but you know, I would question to say, is their work ethic the same as? maybe yours were when you were a 20 year old, when you were young and hungry trying to get a job, like, you know, and it's, and it's not just their fault that that's just the way that society is and how they are coaching these, you know, it's a much different time because we have social media now and, um, you know, uh, everyone's opinions matter a little bit more than they used to matter. So if a 20 year old, whatever is an example you used goes on and speaks about harsh work conditions of their uh, employer, their place of employment, uh, it's going to draw a reaction that might cost the owner some money. So owners now have to care. They're forced now to care a little bit more about what individuals think. Whereas in, in, at a previous time, individuals, it didn't matter. I mean, they were they were fighting to just get right, a no union. No one was going to the press. To just get a union. Don't yeah. need, you don't need the press anymore. The press is in your pocket. Right, exactly. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. And so uh, because individuals now have more of an opportunity to shape public opinion, which uh, impacts the bottom line, that now gives individuals more power. And in the same way, because uh, if if your favorite player talks negatively against the organization and the million followers of, on Twitter get on and speak negatively or choose to not support the organization anymore based on this player's comments, well, now the organization is in big trouble. Or other players don't want to come there. Exactly. If someone comes out and says, "Well, they don't," this is a toxic have towels in their in their locker room, right? You know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, incompetent leadership. Who wants to come to that? So now, the organization has to acquiesce to the players a little bit more. So, again, I I I do support player empowerment. Um, I think that we have to find a middle ground to where the fans are getting because the fans are going to always give their all to to the players. Players. Do whatever you got to do with the ownership, but you got to give your all to the fans because we're the ones who put you where you are right now. Yeah. No, that's. I think it's it's definitely a debate that I don't know how quickly it'll get resolved, if at all. Yeah. But it is what it is, right? Yeah. Man, we've been doing this for a long time. It's back and forth about sports. And- yeah, we 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 have. I mean, I won't get into the uh, you know the Kaepernick days. I mean, that's going to be a whole different situation there. Ooh. But uh, <laughs> anyways, uh, so <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. So so to get back on um, slightly track here. So we talked about a handful of things here, and I think that up and coming, what I'd like to do is we can we can pinpoint some of these topics, and we we can uh, 
I think there's a lot of things we can we can break down deeper if we need to. You yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, for now, listen, man, it was awesome having you here. I think one of the things that we'll do is, you know, your bread and butter and my bread and butter, because this is the career we work in, is, you know, technology. Right. And I think some of these things here, um, you know, I have something we didn't even get to, but I wanted to talk about, um, you know, I love like smart home technology and yeah. I would love to dive deeper into that. And I think that you'd be a good candidate to do that. So maybe that's something we can get going. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that's actually something that uh, have something in the works in the lab. Uh, Going to be uh, putting some content out, hopefully in the near future, uh, regarding uh, smart homes for for, for beginners. Uh, a lot's happened in the Internet of Things world. Uh, everything has a Wi-Fi signal now in your house. It's not just your phone. It's your, uh, it's your washing machine. That's it's right. your refrigerator. It's your stove. It's the most mundane things, and I think a lot of people don't have a lot of information about it, so I'm going to start putting some content together for- Did you say stove? Your stove, yes. Okay. I haven't seen that one. Yeah, though, they definitely have a smart- They have a smart microwave, which I don't understand. How does a smart <laughs> I've seen mic- the smart fridge, but that's that's where the no, line they have, ends. They have stove. They have microwave. I, I haven't seen dishwasher yet, but I'm sure it's there. So, some, You know what? Someone just invented it two seconds ago. <laughs> uh, pay me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm going to start putting some content together to uh, kind of help the, the general person who's, uh, you know, wants to be able to turn their lights off with their voice. Um, you know, back in, those, back in the day, those uh, clap-on commercials. Clapper, yep. <laughs> right. We've evolved from there. So um, I have a lot of smart home technology in my house, and, uh, uh, you know, maybe I can help somebody else. So uh, hopefully by next time I'll have some more for that so so you're looking to do a like a like a video like a youtube style yeah i think so gonna do some technology review and also maybe some tutorial okay yeah well you're always welcome back on here and we can um talk about things hype it up a little bit see whatever Absolutely. we can do i think that'll be fun because I'm, I'm i'm a big fan of those things mm-hmm. so uh when that's ready let us know um uh, so this is what we'll do uh so we'll we'll keep everyone posted on what tim's up to uh if you check the the notes from the show below, uh, if you're listening now, um, but you're, how do you, if you want to get in touch with Tim for any reason, you can, um, you know, we're going to get that in there. So Tim, you have your Instagram. Is that what you want to roll with? Yeah, sure. We could use my Instagram. It's my personal Instagram. There's nothing uh, fancy on there. See pictures of my wife and kid. Nice. Uh, but nice. it's, uh, it's one love. It's spelled W H O N number one L O V E. Perfect. Perfect. I'm going to put that link below so you can, uh, you can click and click and follow and, Share some interesting stories if you want. I'm sure Tim would love to hear that. Um, anyway, man, listen, it was awesome having you on. Um, I got one more thing I'm gonna I want to do with you here, of course. And I didn't tell you about this because this is one of these little secret things I try to hide away. Oh boy! But I'm gonna hit you with um, a couple of quick questions, if you will. All right. Um, it's gonna be basically I'm gonna give you two choices, and there's no rhyme or reason behind it. We just rapid fire through it, and All we'll right. see what you see what you think. All right. All right. Um, you prefer carpet or wood? Wood. You play air guitar or air drums? Air drums. You like gummy worms or gummy bears? Ooh, gummy worms. Sweet or unsweet tea? I don't like sweet tea. So I don't like any tea. No tea. Okay. Coke or Pepsi? Pepsi. Friends or Seinfeld? Seinfeld. Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. You like pizza or tacos better? Pizza. All right. Um, pens or pencils? Pens. <laughs> Spring or fall? Spring. Spring. All right. But my birthday's in the fall. Too late. But it's warmer in the spring. Spring is locked in. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Cool, man. Listen, it was awesome having you here. 
Um, so thanks everyone for checking out Casual Nonsense. Um, yeah, thanks for have, having me. Oh man, anytime, and we'll we'll do it again for sure. Uh, if anyone has any questions, you know, or any concerns, you know how to find us. All right, thanks y'all.